0: Win's POV as a kid, I had this weird hobby of collecting shards from broken glasses. Windows, bottles, bowls, and anything made from glass, as soon as I hear that breaking sound, I sure would rush and find some pieces I can put into my little chest of wonders. My mom yelled at me one time for I was about to take a part of a broken mirror with my bare hand. Thankfully there was no cut in my left hand and I just grinned at my mom like a superhero who just saved the world. There was this one day too when my only sister took hold of my treasured chest, she took a little peek and was amazed by those different mixes of colors inside. She took it out in our backyard and let the rays of the sun shine onto my prized collection. The beauty was ethereal according to her while I charged at her like a big bull, angered by her traitorous act. That day I vowed that I'd handle the secrecy of those pieces with the utmost care, like a real keeper. My mom became intrigued by what I do. She, several times, would try to strike a conversation with me trying to figure out how I developed the weird habit of collecting broken things, specifically broken shiny things. I would just shrug my shoulders and say well some would collect deadly scorpions for no reason, I don't see why I couldn't collect what I think I should. I would then be followed by her lectures until the end of the day. You see, I really love what I'm doing. I don't know why but I just do. It brought real joy to me as a kid. I would sometimes take each of them one by one and look at them under a magnifying glass, studying their rough, sometimes smooth edges. Their random formation created by some unexpected events fascinated my young mind. They were art spurred from uncontrollable actions, art from thousands, even millions of possibilities. Then there came the real inexplicable. I was walking home from my class that day. My blue backpack on my shoulders and one hand holding my lunchbox. I was singing some tune from our school activity and I passed by this strange house. It was that big abandoned house just before our home. I never really care about the house. It was there since I was born, always unlighted at night. I heard from my parents that until now it's still in the market but no one just wants to live in it because of the unpleasant history of the previous owners. Today though, rays of the sun reached some part of the dark corner of their front yard and shimmering objects caught my attention. Something was broken and pieces from the unfortunate event were on the ground. Some kids might have thrown stones to one of the windows. I saw a hole and some cracks in one of the upper windows. I decided to take a closer look and thought that maybe I could find some good pieces to gather. Part of the fence was gone giving me the opportunity to sneak in. And true to what I thought, I was able to get two pieces to my liking and quickly went home. It was a great day for me. Days passed and came my cleaning day. I would take each glass piece by piece with one of my hands, my hands would be covered by rubber gloves, look at them with fascination, and wipe them with a clean rag. After a few pieces, I saw something unusual. One of the pieces had a red dot on it. I forgot how it got there. I cannot remember a time when I was not able to clean a piece before putting them inside my chest. I examined the dot closely and begun wiping it away. I was sure it was gone. The next week was really terrible. Almost one third of my pieces had red dots on each of them. I was really, really mad, a prank nonetheless, I thought. I realized though that no one knew my hiding place. I knew I was careful. I just patiently wipe all those annoying dots. And then the judgment day. Another week for cleaning, and I was totally flabbergasted. This time, all of my pieces were smudged with those horrible red dots. At first, the drops of what looks like cake blood seemed sprinkled randomly, but not after I did my research. If I remembered it right, the stains started to spread when I dropped those new pieces from the broken window. My wild mind would like to say that the pieces are cursed. So I decided to ask for help from my older sister who has access to internet, my mom said I'll soon have access to the internet once I reach the age of 10 and that's 2 years from now so no can't do, to search something for me. Lydell, you know about my glass collection right? All those pieces I salvage from shiny broken things, I tell her. She was as usual in front of her laptop. Yeah sure, you'll soon get over it. When I was young I had a huge pension for stamps and I pestered mom for like maybe until my first year in high school. But hey, what's up, my sister answered. So my pieces started to have spots on them, maroon colored spots to be exact and I don't know what they are. They keep coming back even when I make sure to clean them. Can you search for it on the internet just to find out what they could be? Maybe you'll find something that can help clean them off. I answered. My sister looked at me weirdly but when she noticed that I was still standing in front of her for a full minute she knew that I'm in for serious business. She sighed but then I heard her keyboard sound. After what appears to be an eternity she finally voiced out a question. Strange, I can't find anything other than this mysterious article describing blood on broken glass pieces. They aren't blood-like are they? My sister stared at me with a little horror in her eyes. No, I don't think so. Why would blood keep coming back after you wipe it off? That sounds silly, I answered but my tone might have indicated curiosity. Let me check this one then since this is the only article I can find. It doesn't say that much except to contact an email address here so you have to wait. I'll get in touch with whoever has written this. This could just be one of those fake articles but I know how much you love your pieces so worth a shot, my sister replied. Thank you, Lydell, you're great. I happily answered. Sure, now off you go and play with your friends outside. And just like that, she shooed me away. That night while I was ready to call the night off, I heard my sister's knock on the door. When I opened it, the worry on her face was apparent. She then sat on my bed on her pink pajamas. So Gwyn, I received a reply, and it bothers me so much. You're a kid but I think you're old enough to listen so don't tell mom about what I'm about to tell you to cause her superstitious bone will make her worry. Do you promise? My sister asked. Uhh, hh I can try, I answered confused. No you don't try, you promise me okay? And whatever I'll tell you to do, you'll do it. You got me? She said strangely. I don't get you at all. But okay, I promise so tell me, I answered, eager to hear what she'll say. Also, I know my sister so if she tells me to keep a secret I know it's for a good reason. Lydell opened up her laptop and started reading the message. So, the sender of the message wants you to bury the pieces away from anyone and make sure no one discovers it for eternity. Before you protest, and I know you will. Hear me out first. It says here that the pieces are cursed with the demon's blood and before they're fully covered, you have to bury them under a full moon to prevent the demon from escaping away through the pieces. I know the advice sounded like it came from someone loony but did you somehow notice the smudge getting bigger? My sister asked. Yeah, before it was just a dot on each of them but then a week later they got bigger than a dot, I answered. It coincides then with what this sender said. How could she have known that the dots will get bigger? What if she's telling the truth? I suggest we follow her advice. Better safe than sorry what do you think question mark Lydell asked. Lydell. You know I can't I've been collecting them for five years and now you want me to throw and forget them? Maybe you're right that whatever you found on the internet is just a silly ploy to make people lose their hobby, I protested. I will now throw those pieces away, never ever. I cannot guarantee that this is fake or not but it also says her, not to scare you off that if you will not bury the pieces, once the demon comes out it will possess someone from our family and then wreak havoc. Then there will be no stopping whoever becomes a monster as it will only be vulnerable under the full moon when it's the weakest. I don't know why I'm telling you all of this but you're a smart kid John I know you are. So listen to me, I'll help you. The next full moon will be in 2 days and we can sneak off and bury it in the backyard. I just have a bad feeling about this, my sister replied. Just think about it okay. You can collect new pieces. Hopes or not I just want to make sure that all of us are safe. God I might be getting mom's superstitious flair, but let me know by tomorrow okay? With that my sister left the room. That night, I had a nightmare, the demon came out of the glasses and ate my mom and my sister. When I woke up, I run straight to my sister's room and pounded the door so hard. It was three in the morning and my sister was still groggy when she opened the door. Gwen are you okay? Come here, you look pale, I ran to my sister's arms and sobbed. Let's bury the cursed pieces. I don't want to lose you and mom and you'll help me find new ones, right? The shiniest of all the pieces, right? I said in between sobs. I have this nightmare that you and mom were eaten by the demon. Sure, sure. Sleep here beside me. Sorry, it's my fault. I should have not told you that story. Give me the pieces tomorrow and I'll make sure they're wrapped neatly. Your collection needs a proper send-off of course. They're precious. My sister answered. After I climbed on her bed, I instantly fell asleep. The next day, when my sister arrived from school, we took time wrapping the box where my pieces are. We used a glittery blue wrapper. She said that she'll wake me up when the time comes for us to bury it in the backyard. Gwyn, wake up. It's time. Use your jacket okay, it'll be cold outside. My sister whispered. I nodded and hurriedly rummaged through my clothes for my green sweater. Lydell handed me the box where my pieces are. They felt heavy in my hands. But I know that I have to let them go. We silently exited our back door and under the bright, full moon, we scampered towards our backyard where our potted plants are. We'll be placing the box under on a hole my sister had already dug and then cover it up. The hole was pretty deep. So we have to bury the box at exactly twelve in the morning and that's like five minutes from now, my sister whispered. When I say drop, you drop the box okay. Ready, she softly continued. I nodded in response. Drop, my sister commanded. With the signal I watched my pieces go straight down the hole. My sister then started to fill the hole with dirt and placed a huge potted plant above the hole. That's about it, she said. You're brave, she said as she hugged me tightly. Thank you, Lydell, as always you're great. I want to be like you when I grow up, I said. My sister gave me a smile and nudged me back towards the house. We quietly sneaked back to the house and I back to my room. Sad but relieved that we're now free from the cursed pieces. It must be the new pieces I mixed with the old ones, I said. I know those are the troubling pieces but they're gone now. I slept soundly and without nightmares that night. I am forever grateful to my sister. Lydell's POV? As Lydell saw her sister close the door, She went to her room and closed the door behind her. She used her flashlight to find her laptop on her desk and opened it as she sat on her black, swivel chair. She once again read the message. If you have sent this message because you have pieces stained with dried blood, know that you're one of the lucky ones who has the blood of a jinn. I am one of those who was gifted as well and I made sure to put into good use the three wishes I had. I'll help you with yours too. For the jinn to be resurrected and for you to get your three wishes, You have to do the following. 1. Lie to a loved one and write a small note in a paper about the betrayal. 2. Steal a precious thing from someone you're close with and keep it with you. 3. Collect five butterflies of different colors and kill them all with your bare hands. Preserve the dead bodies. 4. Wrap the note, the precious thing you stole, those five butterflies, and the stained pieces in a transparent wrapping paper. 5. Under a full moon, bury them all together. Once everything's fully covered, on a new moon at midnight, the jinn will show up in front of you to grant your three wishes. If you are reading this, know that you are blessed and favored by the universe. What you have to do is but a small price to pay. After all, everything has a price. Lydell opened her drawer and looked at the box where the pieces of her sister's collections are. She opened the box and saw the stained pieces. The wishes are for her. Her sister does not need to know. What she did to her sister already covered the first two that need to be done before she can get her three wishes. A full moon can appear up to three days according to her research so she'll make sure to go back and bury the actual pieces by tomorrow and then wait for the new moon. Her sister is too young to understand about wishes so it was not destined for her, Lydell thought. The next day, it was still full moon as expected, and Lydell sneaks again to bury the actual stained glasses along with the note and dead butterflies. When midnight came, she did what she had to do and she placed the potted plant right above the ground where the box was, she felt a ghastly chill and goosebumps covered her skin. The shadows around her look as if they're moving and stretching towards her. She tried to scream but she was tongue-tied and pinned to the ground. The shadows converged right in front of her, forming what appeared to be a human form with two horns and red glowing eyes. Here's my creator, a raspy voice came from the black figure that had been formed from the shadows, in front of Lidell. What are you, you're not supposed to be here, Lydell croaked, at last finding her voice. Well, my dear, you seem to have gotten a step wrong on what needs to be done. It's the full moon part, so many have gotten it wrong for centuries that's why there are a lot of roaming demons, spreading false information for their population to increase. You have to bury the pieces on the first night of the full moon. If it's not done right, the lie that you have told will come true as a result and a demon will be born instead of a djinn. And the story you had concocted of all, was about a demon too, being born and will possess a family member. You hit two birds with one stone I might say. And to add, I'd like to tell you too about the butterflies, why butterflies you might have asked. Well, a butterfly symbolizes the magical jinn that's why their lives in exchange for resurrection. But unlucky you, you have not done the steps correctly. The jinn is just not for you. Before I turn into a full demon and possess you since you're obviously the nearest family member of the kid around, do you have anything to say? The shadow asked. Lydell did not answer. Instead, she screamed in anguish, the loudest cry she ever had since the day she was born. End.